doing? And to podcast. Doctor Who. Torchwood. Surgeon Adventures. Canine. Class. In broadcast order. Okay, I'm ready to go. Are you ready to go? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hold on, I'm just chewing, I'm chewing. Okay, while you chew, I'll chew the minds of everyone listening to the Serpod Jane Cast Ventures Series 1. We're going slow, we're going smooth. We're talking about revenge. Of who? The Slavine. Oh, hold on, let me say that again. Of who? The Slavine. <gasps> They're back. <laughs> They're back. Better uh, than ever. <laughs> uh, you know who else is back? Who? Uh, Gareth Roberts. But um, we're going we're gonna to talk about that. Uh, hello, this is Potter Hugas. This is series. This is our, our, our first Sarah Jane Adventures foray. As they say, they they do say that a lot, as you know. Um, and this is the uh, the first. This is okay. I don't know if you would count. I don't know how you would qualify Invasion of the Bane because they say it's a pilot, but then people also say it's like series one, episode one, which is obviously a pilot. But it's it's a pilot. Say, I mean, listen, yeah. there's a character that completely disappears, so. Uh-huh. It's a uh, apparently, the, there's. It's never been explicitly. I know explained. exactly what you're going to talk yeah. about. You're yeah. going to talk about how she's supposed to be she's, a faction she, paradox character. She's a right? faction paradox, yeah. But also, it's never been explicitly confirmed that this is who he was talking about. But Russell, we gotta, yeah, we gotta put a. You know how. We gotta put a wall around faction paradox because every time, <laughs> <laughs> every time that we get like whenever faction paradox intrudes upon our reality, I feel like we get one step closer to God's finger wiping us all out. You know? <laughs> like How? every time somebody says the word faction paradox, that figure just gets a little closer. Just <laughs> okay, here's here's my offer to you. We yes. reti- we, we retire faction paradox, but. No, I don't see the no, thing is no, no. that gives Look. the idea that I don't like Faction Paradox. Like I love Faction <laughs> Paradox, but I love I know, that there's yeah. just this entire corner of the Doctor Who universe where it's like this is totally canon, but we can't mention all the names because of legal reasons. And they have their own short stories and videos and shit. Like I love that. I absolutely love that. I just want to like I want to prepare myself for it. I, I I'm not ready yet for Faction Paradox. Well, how about Time Worm? Are you ready for Time Worm? How? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Actually, I, uh, Time I, Worm. I, I am. You've been reading no, Time Worm, right? I've I've finished the Time Worm saga, so unfortunately we can't talk about it because I know what it is, and therefore the the value of the bit is not really. really what about worth the it. cat's cradle? 
cat's cradle over at the first chapter the doctor burns toast i'm gonna uh, guess <laughs> i'm gonna guess the cat's cradle is a ship i have no idea what it is yet but i can i, I i'm gonna i'm gonna quote you to that as well i think it's gonna be a ship as well um but what we're talking about is well it was what we were saying is that there's there's like a mention in the writer's tale where russell talks about having to sack an actor from a, a a kid's show he was working on because they just weren't working. And people assume it's Kelsey from Invasion of the Bay. No, no, I know exactly why they they sacked Kelsey. Someone at the BBC was like, there's too many women in this show. Can we get a guy? And, and then they were like, I guess. And so Clyde was introduced. Clive. Well, we'll get to Clive as... Clyde, not Clive. Into. Clive got shot. Remember, Clive, Clive got marked in the head. <laughs> they should have. They should have done like. They should have had the kid Clive to show up in this. There's no explanation. He's he's just. Oh yeah, a, instead, instead of actor. dying, he got turned into a baby. <laughs> yeah, but but it's like it's like the Clive actor's uh, face imposed onto a child actor, like through CG, like uh, like when like Livia Colin Soprano. Robinson. Yeah, or Olivia Soprano. You've seen. Okay, I'm not going to. I don't know if you've seen the Sopranos. I don't know the Sopranos. I have not seen um, Sopranos, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, the Olivia Soprano CG thing. Um, this was invasion. Not This was Regis Levine, and it was broadcast um, in two two parts. This is new. We're going to have two two part serials every week um, on the 24th of September and the 1st of October, 2007. Oh. 2007. Ooh. What a year! There, w- there was blood. There was no country for old men. There two was movies I have Juno. seen recently for the first time. Mm. The great two movies. Good movies. Mm. I'm an oil man. I'm an oil man. I'm. Hold on, I'm, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm showing you something. Let me just. I wanted you. I wanted you, man. Hold on, hold on. Keep going. I'll drop it in a second. I'm an oil man. I'm an oil man. Hold I'm on. an oil man. I'm chewing. I'm chewing my lungs. Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I gotta finish. Keep chewing. Keep chewing. I I gotta. I gotta figure this out. Hang on. I'm. I drink your milkshake. I drink. I can't. Hello. My name is Daniel Plainfield. I'm an oil man. This is my son and partner, H.W. H.W. A bastard in the basket. Uh, Release the Daniel Plainview tapes big finish there should be an episode where the doctor you know <laughs> opens the door and you just hear hello i'm genuine i'm a little <laughs> man that oh can we get daniel day daniel day lewis doctor who let's see if uh if he uh, should be he, <laughs> what if what if daniel lewis i mean as we there know, is a character <laughs> called dan lewis so <laughs> <laughs> i just thought about that right <laughs> What what if what if in the centenary, Dan's like, um, do you like disguises? <laughs> I love disguises, especially when you're someone's former favorite actor, and you were taught the mask of Stanley Lewis. He's, 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 oh my he's god, yes, that'd be great. Hello, I'm an oil man. I well, he, well, he had, yeah. <laughs> It's really, he doesn't sound like Daniel Plainview in real life, but anyway, yeah, um, I don't actually know what he sounds like. He sounds like this. He's very kind of enunciated British, like this. Um, he's basically uh, 
Reynolds Wood, Reynolds 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 Woodcock is basically what he sounds like. Mm-hmm. His Phantom Thread character. Um, I, it sucks. Yeah. Oh, it sucks that he's retired. I mean, good for him, yeah. you know, that he's like, good, yeah, yeah. I'm out, but like, it sucks that we don't have any mm-hmm. anymore. It, oh, it also sucks that his son uh, is in movies for Ben Shapiro. But we'll, what? We'll no. that. Yeah, he's in the Nachina Carano movie that Ben Shapiro made. Um, I that was yeah that was I don't even care if that's been Shapiro or not that's, that's the same thing, um. But Revenge of the Slitheen, um, written by Rareth Copperts as we previously mentioned, and directed by Alice Troughton who directed some Torchwood, um, which we'll be doing again soon. Which I'm I'm counting down the days. Someone told me uh, um, a, a very notable uh, Doctor Who YouTuber told me that it is the best piece of Doctor Who content, Torchwood Series 2, so... Uh, well, that, that very notable Doctor Who YouTuber who might be called, I don't know, no, Daniel n- or something. Daniel De- Day-Lewis, yes. Daniel Day-Lewis, Day-Lewis yeah. gone too. <laughs> he said, listen, I love Torchwood Series 2. Torchwood Series 2 is the best Doctor Who. No. He he did his um he did his Lincoln voice. He, he was Torchwood series two is my uh, watch uh, my, my favorite. Lincoln's oh, Link, there's so many people in Lincoln. There's just so many people. Is Peter Capaldi in Lincoln? In Lincoln? He isn't he actually. I just watched Benediction today. I highly recommend watching Benediction. Great great Capaldi, great Jack Loden. Um, guy from War Horses in it as as Ivor Novello. He's good in this. Um, very good movie. It, 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 um, a friend of mine yeah. today was like, sorry to deviate a little bit, but a friend yeah. of mine today was like, oh, uh, you should watch Sandman. You're never guesses who's in it. And I said, yeah, Jenna <laughs> Coleman playing Constantine. He's like, how the hell you know that? I was like, listen, <laughs> when you're a Doctor Who fan, you know every single thing they, every actor has done. Like, yeah, he was a Doctor Who. He was a Doctor Who. Shout out to Tosin Cool, by the way, for booking a, a new Netflix. Congratulations, show. and shout out to uh, Mr. Morbius himself. Mm-hmm. Mr. Mr. That's Morbius gonna hold him for the rest of his life, and he's gonna <laughs> <laughs> like he's gonna be like, please just ask about Doctor Who. Like, do not ask about Morbius. He's gonna get like people running up to him and convention like, say it's Morbin time, and he's like, oh, I get Morbin time. <laughs> but anyway, um. Speaking of morbid time, it's time to morb into into the gist. Right, I remember Mor- 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 <laughs> Yeah, Mor- morbid gist of Revenge yeah. of is that uh, Maria and Luke, uh, you may remember them, go to their first day of school and they meet Clive. Uh, Clyde, Clyde. Not Clive. Clyde. I'm going to confuse me because all my notes say Clive as well. They meet Clyde Langer and uh, they find out that the Slovene have taken over the school to build a like this giant, this part of this like, giant global machine that'll uh, it'll basically blow up the planet. There's revenge for um for an episode that happened two years ago, relative to this episode. But you know, well, um, uh, hold on, let me just. I <laughs> want to start off because as you were describing this, I kind of thought to myself, this is the most complicated way of doing this possible. <laughs> Like, why is this in a school? Like, why? Why couldn't you just have... Because literally, if they had just been like, oh, we'll just buy, like, power plants and make our plan have to do with power plants, nobody would have found them out. They would have done gotten away with it, too, you know? For some reason, they were like, oh, 
we got to do this in school. Because I, I guess they wanted to do a remake of School Reunion, maybe? It is it is, it is already a School Reunion, but it also has Little Lord Fauntleroy, um, who is... We'll get to him. But basically what happens is Sarah Jane helps them save the day, but they blow up the, they, 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 they blow up the machine and some Slitheen escape by a teleport, including this little baby Slitheen. He was a bit of a little shish, to be honest with you. Um, oh my god. Uh, listen, yeah. here's the thing. <laughs> Here is the absolutely most important thing. Adults within, big, kind of scary costume. You know, again, they use it very effectively. They don't have a lot of shots at the costume and all that. But little baby Slitheen, when that fucker showed up, I was like, kick him across the fucking field <laughs> like a football field, just like... Ooh, I I really wanted them to kick. I mean, of course, there were kids, and you know, you can't really, <laughs> you you can't really kick. <laughs> kids can't kick kids, but oh god, I really wanted yeah. them to just kick that bastard across the field. <laughs> um, but then, anyway, at the end of the episode, Clyde joins the the Bannerman Road gang, and they go up and they talk to Mister Smith, the computer, and Mister Smith uh, threatens Clyde, but that kind of goes a bit unnoticed, and then that's the episode. Um, I love the bit when they reveal yeah. that Mr. Smith is behind all the fake news in the world. <laughs> Where it's like, Mr. Smith, can you manipulate all the news in the world? Oh, certainly. Here we go. Please, <laughs> fanfare. Um, what did people used to think about the Slither theme back, back when this aired? Because I know they, nowadays yeah. people are like, oh, it's the farting aliens. This is so unfunny. But it was the same. Back then, that's pretty sure as well, because like when Russ, because Russell's there's um a, a bit. I think it's I think it's in the extended version of the Writer's Tale, but there's a bit where Russell is like, "Oh yeah, I, I rewatched uh, Aliens of London the other day, and I, I know everyone at the time was like, oh, the fire and aliens,' but I, I really think you know we had something with that one." Well, so the, I think the, that's the, the thing the, that's yeah. so weird about this thing that he combined the most like childish idea what if the aliens are are inside human suits and they fart a lot and they're fat with like but also what if they are war profiteers and really topical commentary on politics and politicians and how they manufacture war and consent so to benefit their own pockets and it's like what why why but why do they fart it's kind of like if i said i i came up with this amazing critique of capitalist ideology and then i gave it to like a talking dancing break dancing cat you know <laughs> who says who asks for milk every other line you know like, i why? mean look i know what you're saying but also that sounds like something that's worth following up on yeah it's a spoilers but- for uh, series 14 <laughs> That's the that's the role they finally get. Um, who's someone they get? That's 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 Daniel Lewis's role. That's what you yeah. think retirement for. Do you think? Yeah. Do you think? I hope so. I really pray so. Do you think Russell's gonna try again with the Slitheen in series fourteen? Oh, uh, I hope. I, I hope so. God, God, please, Russell, because I know you listen to this. Bring the Slitheen back. I you can do this. Third times the sh- <laughs> third times the, the shot. You can do it. I honestly think if he if the sleeving show up, I will just stand up and clap. I'll just drown out the sounds of the episodes <laughs> with the clap. You know, you know the way like showed up in those 60th uh, filming photos, and everyone was like, "Oh my god!" 
what if the because the shooting series 14 starting November what if the first photos off series 14 set are just like people in civilian costumes walking around hey listen well, yeah. this started off as a joke but now I'm actually getting excited because I think <laughs> I think the Slytheen are like the most underappreciated because it's like people look at them and they're like yeah farting aliens but yeah at the core they are a very interesting idea. They are profiteers. They're war profiteers. Like, that's what they are. And so you kind of, like, kind of wish they had a second shot, you know? They should. Um, speaking of profiteering, people who profiteer off the the river of Ham. Oh, um, bless those guys. Those actors, Mar- they knew what it, they were doing. Martin, Yeah, Martin Ellis as the headmaster is maybe... The most, the most performance they've ever had in anything. It's just like <sighs> you're expecting a level of of kind of like you know over the top hammy kind of stuff, and then he kicks the he just basically kicks the door down and like grabs you by the like the belt and says, "No, I'm gonna fucking fuck you up." And then he proceeds to just fucking gurn all over the place yell hop around it's just it's it's perfect it's just perfect i love i love how this episode ends with with this leaving being like please have mercy on us do not let my child die and then we'll... that is actually so harrowing <laughs> it, it, is, it is genuinely like i i felt my stomach drop and i was like she's not gonna let she's not gonna let those guys die right please please tell me she, she, you're gonna she more me. she more she more or less does because he, he teleports out of there but like, she doesn't do anything to like yeah teleport him out. she, she oh. one of them fucking explodes right behind their own uh <laughs> child like literally the Ugh. kid barely misses the sight of his own father exploding and it's like what the fuck speaking of exploding those farts are basically sharks at the start yeah uh, the, the 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 headmaster's yeah. farts yeah he's he's like he's just like, like it's, just, it's funny it is funny. Shit, it's funny. Shit, yeah, it's, shit and piss are funny. I'm in sorry. This, Fart in, and shit. in this situation, it is actually funny because. There's no like larger point this living are trying to be you this living are trying to make. It's just a, like don't you hate your teachers? And teachers fart, so we hate them. And, and, and you know what? That's <laughs> fine. I wish I had I wish I had seen the show when I was like 10 or 11 cuz it reminds me of like we had shows like this in Brazil. And they were they were very rare. Shows that were like telling stories and doing cool things. Uh, taking place in the in the real world, but with like a genre twist. I kind of wish I had seen this when I was younger. Uh, would have made me even weirder than I was. I was already a weird <laughs> kid. I would have been even weirder. Uh, I've been going around talking about that shaking in your pants uh, and so. I had a teacher whose name was. I'm not going to say her full name because I don't want to dox anyone and get in trouble. But um, her her name uh, when you spelt it out. Uh, I'm going to bleep this because I'll cut it out. So her name was Shart basically when 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 you spelled her email. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel so bad for for her. Uh, she um yeah. I also got in trouble once in school because we, we were doing one of these stories where like you pass around the copy book mm-hmm. and like when you got when you got the copy book you had to like write down like the next line of the story you know mm-hmm. and we were all like we were all like ten or whatever 
and I, uh, um, it was like a Christmas story, and Santa Claus was stuck oh, no. in a oh, prison no. cell. I don't, I don't know how he got in there, but I wrote down because I was I was a ten year old obsessed with like like pissing shit, like most ten year olds are. I wrote down Santa takes out his fart ray and blasts the doors and escapes, and it went back around the room, and the teacher was like right behind me. And so like ten minutes later, she gets the copy book. And she's like, "Who wrote down Santa Claus has a fart ray?" I put my hand up and she spent the next 10 minutes like yelling at me saying like how dare you you've ruined it for everyone what you've uh you've you've made you've made this t- you've the, no, like, literally she stopped everything she said okay no no more story david's ruined the story for everyone uh well, come on i'm taking the cop back away oh, jokes on her because uh, uh, despicable she- me has made a fucking <laughs> franchise out yeah. of your far right yeah <laughs> I'm all conversation. I guarantee you she went to Illumination straight afterwards <laughs> and, said, <laughs> and said, look at this. Look at this. I got a fucking fart ray for it. What are you talking um, about? Uh, about her like asking who wrote this? I thought she was going to be like, come over here. And then she starts unzipping. <laughs> <laughs> Which is still a cool side. Like, it's still a very cool visual of them unzipping. Uh, mm-hmm. They know what they've got there because it is such a cool idea of just like you unzip it and you go out of it. Go out of your human suit. Uh, again, I, I think the sleeping actors really sell this episode. I love the way the main one says Haribo and chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Oliver. Jamie Oliver. Uh, believe it again. Uh, another Jamie Oliver joke in an episode that takes place in a school with Elizabeth Slayton. I mean, it is just, it is school reunion again. Also, Jamie Oliver. Uh, we do not stand Jamie Oliver. This is an anti Jamie Oliver. A show I, I do not like. Yeah, you talked, very you cla- talked about it. Yeah, yeah, very classist, very, uh, very uh, stupid person. Um, but not but someone who isn't classist or stupid is uh, the one, the only little Lord, Lord Bullingdon, little Lord Fauntleroy, little little boy that is little Slithine. Um, I messaged friend of the show Peter about this, saying, you know, I I I, I think I just said like. The baby Slothene, he said, you better not be, be shit-talking one of the greatest people who's ever existed. And I have to agree, you know, he's a little he's a little, a little guy. He's a, yeah. he's just a little birthday boy. You know, we he's a little stand, birthday boy. You we can- stand a little Lord <laughs> Alien Fondleroy. Oh. Uh, but you know who the, the best uh, cameo in this episode is, right? Who? Trinity Wells. I mean, yeah, like when Trinity Wells shows up, you listen, you know? Listen, I I think everyone who says, oh, they should be like, they should say that the 13th Doctor was a dream or like an alter reality. First of all, get fuck, get over yourselves. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. But the only way I would accept that is if Trinity Wells delivered <laughs> <laughs> If the first shot is Trinity Wells say, the last five years have been a dream. That is the only way I would accept it. I still would think it's bullshit, but I would accept anything that comes out of her mouth. I noticed that oh. the name of her network is AMNN, which is like, is that just American <laughs> News Network? What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, what? Why? It's, it's so good. And then I found out, this is the greatest part of this episode. It has nothing to do with the episode, but I found out that she is in an audio called mm-hmm. Driving Miss Wells, where <laughs> Captain Jack drives her 
And the, the, the description is like, alien invasion, stolen planets, and burning skies. News reader Trinity Wells used to tell everyone the world is ending. One day she stopped believing it. Will her new chauffeur change her mind? And I love that. I want to see that. So I want. I'm probably gonna get it. So like, as soon as this episode ends, I'm gonna listen to that because I become more of a big Finnish boy over the our previous break. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of big Finnish. I listen to uh, Wukunk. Uh, I mean, Wukunk. Wink. <laughs> I listen to. Um, I've been starting listening to the Knife Doctor Adventures. So I think, and hey, hopefully I'll have, we all finish Sorry Gen Adventures by the time that, because uh, they're doing a box set with, um, what's her name? It's a character from Sarah Jane, right? R- Rani. Rani. <gasps> and, and Clyde. Clyde's, Clyde's in that too. Great, good so, for him. Rani and the Rani. Rory is the Rani. Two Rani. Two Rani. I want to... I want to ask you a question yeah. just quickly. What do the movies Batman 1989 and Show Dogs 2018, the movie where there was like that weird, um, was it like dog grooming thing? Remember that? There was like a weird kind of, there was like some weird thing with like a fucking, oh yeah, there was like a fucking child grooming scene that they had to cut from, from Show Dogs 2018, the what? Will Arnett movie where, yeah. But what do those two movies have in common? Batman and Show Dogs. Will Arnett? They both star Lachelle Carl, who plays Trinity Wells. Trinity <gasps> um, Wells, Lachelle Carl plays the FBI director in Show in Show Dogs, which you know, good for her. That's a real that's a real promotion. But in Batman, she plays TV technician, which I choose to believe is a sign that Tr- she's also playing Trinity Wells, and that and that Trinity Wells gets promoted from TV technician to, you know, she works up the ranks to in the reporter and then she becomes an anchor so my point is get robert wool into doctor who series 14 did you know that uh, oh that would actually be fucking amazing did you know that Trinity Wall's mom is called patience she must have a lot of <laughs> patience um Trinity wells is on torchwood too god bless this yeah, woman she, yeah she, it's like her and um, I hope our I hope RTD yeah. makes a lot of spinoffs like just oh hey here's like fucking um the Ronnie spinoff and Trinity Wells is still in it I want to see Trinity <laughs> Wells and everything she um she's one of four people to be in uh multiple spinoffs I think the only one who's been in all all of them is Paul Mark Davis who will I think we we might have met I think we don't think we have. Yes, we'll meet him soon. Uh, Julian Bleach, who is Davros, and um, he's also in Torchwood and Sarah Jane Adventures. I think he's in Torchwood. He's definitely in Sarah Jane Adventures. No, he is. He's in Torchwood. And um, a guy called Anthony Debeck, who plays the French newsreader, who's in good. All, th- all three. Very good. But Paul Mark, Paul Mark Davis is the only one who's also been in class. So, you know, we'll be meeting wow. him soon. Um, there's, there's, there's two things I want to highlight. One is a very specific nitpick that um I picked up on. Any other one is something I think we could go a bit long on. But the nitpick thing is that whole conversation about vinegar is like one of the most awkward, like, incredibly. Kinda, well, it, you know, I, we I think it's to, because yeah. we know that it's vinegar, so we're just like, okay, guys, come on. 
Just say yeah. vinegar. We know it's vinegar. But I I feel like that's okay because I, I imagine some people maybe have not seen uh the, you the know, two year old episodes. The two year old episode. Which in <laughs> yeah. this case those people are very lucky, but if you hadn't seen it, <laughs> hey, here you go. I, I mean, would you say uh, this is better than Aliens of London? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I well well kind of. I mean, I think Aliens of London has a lot going for it. I I rewatched it recently and um it is like there's a lot going for it, but there's also a lot going against it. I think it's kind of it's a bit kind of higgledy piggledy. Whereas this has a very set idea of the tone and the approach, or whatever. Right. I don't know. And also, uh, one of them has has a little little shit running around. The other one doesn't. Well, and as you can, the pig, who's also played by Jimmy V, who plays um, little Sadine, and also Orta D two and stuff. Um, the other thing I want to talk about is Maria's mom, yes. because this is such an like compared to like you know we've had Francine, and we've had Jackie. Um. And this is, this is kind of the first time we've had like, because like Maria, because like Maria is a companion to Sarah Jane. Um, uh-huh. This is like the first time we've had like a companion's mom who's been kind of an asshole, uh-huh. and is treated as such by the show. I think, although next week they they thankfully bring a lot of kind of nuance to her character. You know, you know what she reminded yeah. me of, and I feel kind of bad saying this. Uh, she reminded she reminded me of that meme. Was like, uh, can we have X? We have X at home, but in this case, it's mm-hmm. like, can we have Donna Noble? We have Donna Ho- Noble at home. <laughs> Donna Noble at home is Maria's mom, <laughs> Sarah, because it just kind of felt like a dry run for. I mean, I know it's not because Donna Noble is already a character, but it just kind of felt like, oh, she's sassy and she like she takes no guff from anyone around her especially in the next episode when she's interacting with a certain thing that we won't spoil but it kind of made me reminded me of like we have Donna Noble at home mm-hmm. it's interesting as well that like they don't like they, they they do kind of they play into the whole you know they're a divorced couple but they don't play into like you know they're a hostile divorced couple they're still like you know they're on friendly terms yeah that's cool, actually. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's a, it, like it, 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 I don't know, I don't know. Um, her dad's cool as well. Her her dad is um, her dad is. I like her dad. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's it's just like it's it's just such a it's like a retread such a retread of um school reunion um, mixed with like I don't know. It it, it does a good job of of bringing the like, Clyde into the fold and kind of developing the relationship like the the, the kind of the, the parent-child relationship between mm-hmm. Sarah Jane and Luke uh, compared to like the Sadine stuff I think it does a good kind of job of like subtly kind of playing with those ideas and developing those ideas and stuff but I think beyond like you know Martin Ellis as a headmaster and the aforementioned little shit and whatever I think it's kind of just like it's very kind of you know middle of the road i guess which isn't a bad thing but like you know it the show will get better than than this and has been better than this already um but it's not it's not like terrible or anything it's, I, think, I think it's just like a kind of solid like you know i guess pff, hour of tv if you put two the two episodes together it, it does 
I think it's very interesting how in this show, uh, Sarah Jane is much more of a secondary character than the Doctor is in his own show, which is interesting. She still plays a main role, but a lot of like the action and the perspective is from the younger characters. Like I think about how it's it, we don't really see a lot of uh, Sarah's perspective on the whole subplot regarding her wanting to be called mom. It's mostly from Luke's perspective, which I think is like it felt like a fr- breath of fresh air because it 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 really informed it as like uh hey this is this is more of a like a younger thing. We're gonna have a little bit more fun. It's gonna be a little bit more relaxing. So. I enjoyed that. I I thought it was fun. Um, it, it went by in a breeze, which is interesting because mm-hmm. you you said you wanted to see what I thought about the whole format. The the the, the serialized format is it, it's obviously not like paced like classic Who yeah. serial, but like I think it I think it does well with with the with the time it has to kind of build that out and flesh that out and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The other thing, yeah, the the thing is I, I like speak on that though is that um Sarah Jane feels very human. Because mm-hmm. there was, like, you, you could have easily had it be like you know, the doctor, but Sarah Jane, right? But, but like she, like, but but she's, you know, she, like you have scenes of her like complaining, like, oh, you've given me another person I have to look out for, you know, this isn't fair on me because if he gets hurt, it's a zombie, you know, and like she feels very like real, right? Um, which I think is is good, you know, like this this as I said before, this this could easily have been like you know. Sarah Jane running around being the doctor with a with her sonic lipstick and yeah you know whatever whereas you know you really get a sense of the character absolutely uh, and I'm excited for the rest it's um it, it it definitely got me very like oh I want to see what they do and I really want to see what they do with uh original monsters and not like mm-hmm. left Doctor Who leftovers. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. We'll see that next week. Um, well, I, I, I mean, if if you, <laughs> uh, let's do you not count? do plugs. Yeah, yeah. Let's not do plugs. Let's yeah. go short. I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm. I'm just thinking. Would you count something that's been adapted from mythology as original? Because it is technically adapted. It is. Um, it is original. It's yeah. original. Yeah. Um. Next time. Uh, so let me just ask you something. If 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 Daniel Day Lewis, respected actor and um friend of the show, because he does listen, I'll, I'll say that now. Um, he really liked our our wrap up last week. Um, not last week, a couple of weeks ago, but this went. But he really he really liked our wrap up anyway. Um, he re really, he was surprised we got Billis Manger, which I was too. Um, you know, if you listen, you'll you'll find out we we were both surprised. Um, but if you want to find find out about like a, a lot of different TV shows and movie awards and whatnot, where could he go to? You know, find all that out. Do you I recommend he go to friendlymush.com. My, my I'm a podcaster. This is my son. <laughs> a, this is my son and co-host HDW. <laughs> use use promo code uh, milkshake for five dollars off. <laughs> Five dollars off Casper Mattresses. The milkshake joke. How has nobody done the? <laughs> my name is Daniel. I'm a podcaster. I do podcasts. 
You're listening to This American Life. Malcolm Gladwell. Do you think... Yeah, let's not get into... He let's would, not get into... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Simmons with... with uh, Daniel Plainfield, I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's that's that. Um, we'll see you next time for some Gorgon action, I guess. Um, Aliyup, and you know what? I'm going to retire, lock the gates. Lock the gates is, is gone. I'm, I'm going to stop using it. Um, so uh, let's get scratching. Or Good. something. No, let, let's, let's get... Let, let, EA Sports, it's in the game. Yeah. A uh, Gorgon yeah. girl. She's a Gorgon girl. She's been living in her. Gorgon. Practice up. Uh, <laughs>